0: This is Bear in Mind. I'm your host Rob Trubia and I'm with the director of the School of Theatre Arts and Dance, David Grapes. David is also the producing artistic director of the Little Theatre of the Rockies. David, thank you for being with us this morning. My pleasure. David, can you tell us a little bit about the history of the Little Theatre of the Rockies?
1: Well, the Little Theatre of the Rockies has been around a long time. Uh, This is actually our 83rd season. Uh, it started in 1934 when Helen Langworthy, who the theater is named for, uh, convinced George Fraser, who Fraser Hall is named for, uh, to produce a, a series of summer productions here on campus. Uh, the idea was that there, Greeley at that time was suffering through the Great Depression, so there was a lot of unemployment. People were looking for entertainment. There was, um, you know, there was general malaise, and they were looking for something that would cheer the spirits of the people of Greeley, particularly the community. So, Little Theatre of the Rockies was established, and uh, she did a series of plays here on campus. And over the years, um, you know, uh, we don't do as many plays as she did. She would often do ten plays in the summer. How she did that, <laughs> I'm not wow. sure. But she would do a play a week, you know, uh, for uh, for ten weeks. Uh, we've cut back on that a little bit. We do five shows in ten weeks. But um, you know, there was a break uh, in the uh, period of World War II, where for three years, mostly because there weren't enough men to, to do to be in the productions. So uh, it was a little break, but other than that, it's been uh, running uh, ever since, and it's the longest-running uh, summer stock theater uh, in uh, the western part of the United States. Wow, that's tremendous, and are most
0: of the actors um, students of yours?
1: Well, that's, a, that's another interesting thing. Helen Langworthy believed that the theater should be a combination of, um, of people. So we follow that to this day. So the theater's made up of, in the summer, Current students, alumni, professional guest artists, and members of the Greeley community. So you'll see, for example, John Jenko is a community member, also an adjunct professor here at UNC. We have a couple of equity guest artists, including uh, uh, Henry Haggard from Nashville, who's in um, uh, Peter and the Starcatcher, and Megan Vanderhey, who's an equity member but also an alum. Uh, so it's a it's a great mix. This particular summer, we have a lot of students because Peter and the Starcatcher has a large cast and Sister Act has a large cast. So um, some some uh, productions, as uh, as per usual, are all students and uh, some are uh, a mix. Um, and that's sort of what we have this year again.
0: That's great. Now, if the, there's some students or prospective students out there listening to this podcast and are thinking, I would love to be come to the University of Northern Colorado, study theater, and be a part of this summer stock show, what What's the possibilities of that? How how competitive is it to get? Well, in?
1: it's certainly competitive, but you know, we we, we first uh, we always look at our students first, um, you know, and before we go outside. Um, and uh, it's a competitive program to get into, and the summer theater program is also competitive, but the, there are lots of roles and there are lots of opportunities. So I, I usually like to say that over you know a course of a, a student's career with us over four years, there's a good possibility that they, they'll be an LTR at least one or maybe even two summers, sometimes three summers, depending on you know what sort of um, uh, talent and skills that they, that they have. so um, You know, I I think it's a good possibility, and it's a great opportunity. All the students, no matter sort of how they function, are paid. So we treat it completely as a professional uh, experience. So um, you know, the students don't volunteer in the summer; they're they're all paid a, a stipend of some sort, as they would if they were acting. You know, in Creed
0: Repertory or other theaters around Colorado or the United States. Wow. So the students that don't have an opportunity to be part of the Little Theatre of the Rockies, maybe maybe for this particular summer, then maybe they'll get it next summer. What are some of the other um, places that they might go around around the West or around the state? Well,
1: they work all over. We have a number of students, for example, who audition every year for the Straw Hat auditions in New York City. So we have, I I know for a fact that we have students this summer working uh, in uh, Pennsylvania. We have students working in uh, New York State. Uh, we have students working here in Colorado, at Colorado Shakespeare and other theaters in Colorado. So they really travel uh, really all over. Um, you know, there are some regional uh, auditions that they go to in Chicago, some in New York, uh, some in Denver. So. Um, you know, the students who are looking for summer work usually can find it. Um, you know, the, the sad part is, in, in today's world, is that many of our students have to work in the summer to stay in school. And that is something that's really changed, for example, from when I was in school. We we sort of were able to make it, I, I don't know whether it was because the tuition was lower, or our parents were helping us more, or the financial aid packages were better, I'm not sure why. But uh, it, it's harder for students. You know, they, they, they have to put in more hours. And even in Little Theater of the Rockies, one the things that happens is that our students, uh, you know, they'll work in one or two rehearsals during the day and they will often have a job that they're also working part-time in the summer. So, you know, they're, they're busy.
0: So the set design, everything that goes behind the scenes, who's doing that for this theater?
1: Well, we hire in a staff, and it's a combination of our current uh, faculty and then outside folks as well. So, for example, J. David Blatt, who's one of our scene designers, is designing the scenery for Peter and the Star Catcher. Um, But uh, we have a guest, Frank Chavez, who's been with us a number of times, who's from Florida, is doing Sister Act. It's because of the way the shows are uh, put together and they happen so fast, it's really impossible for one designer to sort of do all the shows because they're in production and and tech uh, at the same time. So uh, it's always a combination. But we like to have outside people because it brings some new ideas and new perspectives. So, for example, um, Kate Mott is a guest uh, costume designer this summer. Um, You know, we'll we'll have uh, guest lighting designers. uh, And that's also good for the students. It gives them an opportunity to work with different people. Uh, And it's the same on the the tech staff as well. So in addition to the design staff, we'll also hire painters, carpenters, electricians, who will be a mix of both uh, current students, alumni,
0: and then some guests as well. Wow, that's quite a Department to put these on but like you're saying you've got one happens after the other yeah after the other yeah
1: we're we're right this week for example uh, uh, we'll open baby on Thursday June 8th and then uh, every Thursday we will uh, for the next four weeks We'll open the show so next week we'll o- open Peter and star catcher Then we open uh, a little musical called simply Simone and then we open um, proof And then we have uh, four weeks where the shows kind of go into a rotating repertory over in Norton Theater. So we'll do Baby, uh, Proof, Simply Simone, and there'll be a different show uh, every couple of nights in the theater. And then at the end of July, we'll open Sister Act. So we get a little break in there, although we're still running shows. So are the same actors doing each? Well, no, it's possible. We do have some actors who cross over. So how it works is, is that if you if you are in particularly one of the first um rep shows like uh that open, you can do the last show. So usually what happens is that you can do, you can either do the two Langworthy shows or you can do one of the Norton shows and the last Langworthy show. So for example, we have a number of people who are in Peter and a Starcatcher who will be in Sister Act. And we also have a number of people who are in Baby who will also be in Sister Act. So we like to give the students double contracts if we can, it gives them a little more money. It also um, you know, makes a better summer for them, keeps them busier. Um, so, you know, it's possible, for example, that they might be playing a lead in uh, Baby and then they'll be in the ensemble, for example, in Sister Act, uh, or, you know, they'll play a supporting role in, in, in both shows. It just depends on the, on the student in the show. What
0: type of time commitment do the lead actors, what kind of hours are they putting well,
1: in? Well, we generally rehearse on a sort of a, a typical sort of equity professional kind of um, summer kind of contract. So a typical day would be six hours straight. Uh, they call it a straight six in the business, which means that we take a little 20-minute break for lunch, but otherwise we're taking you know five to 10-minute breaks, and we'll rehearse for six hours straight. Um, and then the students will be off or they'll go to their, you know, their, their other jobs. Um, so right now, nobody's in two rehearsals at the same time um, uh, as a performer. So uh, that makes the scheduling a little bit easier again. Uh, and once we go into rehearsals for Sister Act, for example, which will start on July 3rd, all the shows will have opened and are in repertory. So the students are only performing at night. So their, their schedules change a little bit in that they're rehearsing during the day, and then they're performing a different show at night, which is also a nice experience for them.
0: Okay, so putting on your other half, the uh, director of the School of Theater, Arts, and Dance uh-huh. for the University of Northern Colorado. How does this upcoming fall look for um, just enrollment, things that are going on? Well, I, I, we're, it's a very
1: exciting time here at the university in, in general, but in theater specifically, we um, we are bringing in a really, I think, very talented incoming freshman class. We had hoped to bring in a hundred students. Uh, I think that number is going to be 120. Uh, so we'll, you know, we'll uh, we have met uh, or exceeded our uh, recruitment goal. Uh, but more importantly than that, we've, we're bringing in really high quality students from all across the country. Um, depending on the program, you know, uh, about half of the students who come to the School of Theater, Arts, and Dance are from out of state. We've really started recruiting heavily into California because California has raised tuition a number of times. Uh, and it's actually with um, the Western States uh, exchange for tuition, it's actually as uh, nearly the same price to come as an out of state student from California uh, as it is to go to school in California. So that attracts a lot of students. Um, and, uh, you know, our students, our alumni continue to do well. So, you know, the reputation continues to spread. And uh, um, we just, uh, you know, we're, we're very fortunate that the kind of students that we that were able to attract. Uh, we've also got some new faculty members coming in this fall, which is exciting. We're hiring a new faculty member in dance. Uh, Because we've been really um, kind of bursting at the seams there. There are a hundred dance minors And right now we only have one full-time dance professor and then a number of adjuncts So we're getting another um, uh, full-time Dance uh, professor, which is very exciting. We will also be hiring a half-time master electrician Which will help us in the technical area uh, and give us another staff member there and then um, You know we uh, we had a well. We've had two Um, replacements to make. Uh, Tom McNally, who you know, uh, retired after 30 years here, and so we have a new professor coming in from uh, Temple University, Rebecca Joy, uh, that will be taking uh, his spot and teaching freshman acting. And then Angela Steiner, who's been with us a couple of years as our musical uh, director, accompanist, voice teacher, has decided that she wants to freelance and perhaps move to New York, so this summer we're actually also in a search to replace her, and I've, we've already started interviewing candidates, and I've got another candidate coming in this week, so uh, it's, a, it's a busy summer, <laughs> an exciting fall, and um, we will also, uh, uh, one of the kind of unique things that will happen this fall is that we will have a guest director, which we uh, don't always have in the school year season. But we have a guest director, uh, Pedro Harris, coming in to um, uh, guest direct and choreograph The Boyfriend in the fall. So um, that'll give the students an opportunity to make professional contacts, to you know, to have a to have another um, sort of uh, set of eyes and, and to work with them. Uh, he's uh, you know uh, very experienced in regional professional theater, but he's also done a number of university productions. So very excited about that.
0: This is clearly an exciting place to be for faculty, students, incoming students. For those students that are in high school right now and would really like to get here someday, what is your advice to them? What should they be doing as freshmen, sophomores?
1: Well, I think what I would say is, get as much experience as you can. If you can find mentors, find mentors who can help you. Um, you know, if you are a musical theater performer, uh, and if you can find a, um, uh, someone who you really feel comfortable with taking voice lessons, take voice lessons now. Don't wait till you get into college. Take voice lessons now. Uh, you know, take dance. Uh, You know, take a movement class, Um, you know, get as much experience as you can. Um, And then what usually happens with the the students, particularly the students who who are getting those kinds of opportunities, getting those experiences, they tend to not be as nervous. They tend to be more confident when they come into uh, auditions. Because oftentimes it's not, um, you know, every student brings a certain amount of talent. And sometimes the most talented students are not the students who audition well. Uh, because they get nervous, you know they they, um, uh, they just uh, they kind of close down they don 't open themselves up because you know they' they're so afraid of the, of the experience or they want it so badly, and you just have to come in and uh, and, and and not do that. you have to come in uh, open and prepared and willing to take risks and if I fail I fail and if I succeed, I succeed but that's easier said than done when you're eighteen and you're sure. nineteen years old so you know um, uh, and what I would say is, you know, we often have students who audition for the programs more than once. So just because you know you audition uh, and don't get in, doesn't mean that you um, that you wouldn't get in uh, at some future date. It's a very competitive program, but again, um, talent always wins out. And um, you know, I think if you're meant to be here, you'll you'll figure out a way to sort of get here and uh, and uh, and join
0: us. Great. Well, I know. Um Just being in the university staff, everybody knows that this is a very exciting place. There's a lot of passion here. There's a lot of professionalism here and just great things are happening every day and I definitely appreciate your passion, professionalism and experience level always fun.
1: Well, you know, I think uh, we're all here because we love students. If we didn't love students and teaching students, we would find another profession or we would be in the professional theater world. So we have a, um, a real passion and commitment to teaching undergraduate students. We do not have a performance area um, graduate school program. We teach, um, you know, two non-resident programs. Uh, in uh, theater education and dance education but those students are only here in the summer they're not competing with roles you know with students in the fall so we are really undergraduate centered um, uh, during the academic year and that's really our focus and you know we we try to be the best at that we try to prepare students for the professional world we try to prepare students for graduate school we try to prepare students for life uh, and what they might face and and uh, you know i always like to say that we we try to prepare students for um, opportunity and change. We want them to be lifelong learners so that whatever they decide to be, they will go out and represent the University of Northern Colorado with distinction uh, and uh, lead fulfilling and you know, productive lives.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I want to thank you for your time today. My pleasure. Appreciate it very much. This was, um, I think there's a lot of things to uh, look forward to this summer, a lot yeah. of places. If there was one uh, production in particular maybe that you need to get your tickets now?
1: Well, I would say, you know, uh, coming up, Peter and the Starcatcher is a great show. It's a, it's an unusual show. It's sort of the basis of the whole Peter Pan myth and mythology. So if you like Hook, if you like Peter Pan, if you like Finding Neverland, anything that's related to sort of that story, you're going to really enjoy Peter and the Starcatcher. Sister Act is also coming up in um, uh, at the end of summer. I think that's really enjoyable. It's got a great cast, and it's just fun music. I mean, w- there's something funny, in- inherently funny, about nuns uh, dancing to disco music so uh, you can't go wrong with that and if people are looking for an opportunity to find tickets um, it's easy they can get them online www.littletheatertherockies.com or um, 351-2200 is the box office number.
0: Fantastic thank you again we appreciate it and I hope you have a great day. My pleasure,
1: thanks Rob.